SMR intro. <laughs> Not sure I care for that. Uh, hi, Dan. <laughs> this is episode 172. Woo-hoo. We're doing five by five at the movies. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. It's late on a Wednesday. We're always getting these things just by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. It uh, is It is technically still Wednesday. Sure. As long as we get it up. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. Uh, no new reviews. Yaro sent me a message that said uh, he had written us a new review. I don't know where he wrote it. Oh, must Maybe be in the liner, notal, the, the liner notes for the new Evolve album. Oh, it must be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's coming our way. It's just yeah. it's in the mail. He he literally <laughs> posted the other day. He's like, I don't have an excuse for you. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're just not getting it. <laughs> I, I tried to find the gif of uh, Nathan Explosion deleting the album. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Uh, you know, I've been waiting for that album for like a decade. <laughs> yeah. I love that band. It's, we've had some nice days in a row. I just roll the windows down, play some Evolve, and oh yeah, think of like my fist against the sky. I imagine that there is a timeline. Uh, you know, there was no COVID and no, mm. you know, uh, wannabe dictators. Yeah, and you, get, we, you got to take your trip in uh, oh, a- Philly. April a couple of years to yeah. Philly and watch the the original lineup do their show for the release of the new album uh, and, and and at this point this album has just been old news to me oh yeah yeah it's like a, it's like two and a half years yeah. old it's like hey when when's the new stuff coming out <laughs> so you know that's that's the timeline we're in <laughs> i got a job yeah you did i'm not going to talk about what it is yet uh-huh. um but it's a good job yeah, and it's uh, in the nonprofit sector, and it's really do, like a do good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it involves doing good things for good people. Uh, and that's new for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that the pivot, because <laughs> I usually do bad. You know, I usually like, what's in it for me, and how can I squeeze? How can I change corporate policy? <laughs> What can I take away from this? And this is where are your loopholes, and how can I exploit right. them? <laughs> so that will not be my situation now, and I'm excited for that. Uh, we have new emails. I have even more people reaching out now to like um, ask us why we're recording so late on a Wednesday. No. <laughs> One was like someone asking to to like promote their new uh, like Roku app for movies, okay. but there was nothing like in it for us. It was just like, hey, we really like. You, and you know, if you want, yeah, like, let, me, let me get a code to try it out, and so I can tell even our listeners one, I, what what it's all about. I'd rather have five we, bucks. We've to be got honest. Roku's. <laughs> uh, he's like, you know, we could we could do interviews with like any of the people that work for us. We'll you know we'll we'll help you out somehow. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> There's plenty of Roku apps. We don't. Need... I say, tell you what, give me five bucks. Give me five bucks, and I'll do an ad spot. How about that, motherfucker? God, everyone will will go out you of know, their way not commerce. to give us a couple bucks. <laughs> I got a job now, so those rates are going to start going up. We're going to start charging <laughs> yeah. six bucks. About goddamn time. <laughs> for this overflow. Speaking of, same amount of Patreons. Yeah. This month, I'm determined to do a Patreon payout for us. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. done one of them in a while. Ha- almost a year. Yeah. Uh, not an impressive amount of money, but still... Very hey, thankful to everyone that's there. Yeah, last time we got a we got an upgraded uh, audio interface. Sure. We got to use our nicer mics. Yeah, this time we'll get uh, dinner. Hey, uh, <laughs> not on any charts, but that's okay. No Venmos. Uh, Dan, what's the number one movie in America? 
Okay, I wrote this down. Wait, uh, why? No, you're not supposed to write it down. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to guess. That's I, the joke. I literally have guesses for box office. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, no, I, didn't, go. I didn't look anything up. I just like, mm. I, I feel like I, okay. I, I've got, I've got, I'm more accurate when I have time to think about it. Everything on this one uh-huh. was on last week's except number one. Okay, awesome. I might be correct then. All right. All right. Because I was thinking, all right, No Way Home's made like a billion and a half dollars. Sure. Um, it, it's been top of the box office for at least a month. King of the Hill. Most movies, especially in pandemic times when a blockbuster is coming out every other goddamn week, nothing stays that long at number sure. one. Unless it's so, a kid's movie. <laughs> I'm like, all right, what else new came out? So my guesses are Scream is number one. Correct. With $30 million. A huge win for Ooh, that. Okay. They did not expect that. That's probably money. their whole budget. <laughs> right already i'm gonna look back. it up while you're talking keep going uh number two no way home correct because spider-man makes fucking money uh number three sing two still uh i clicked off to look up sing two is the number three correct yeah. eight million. tight that's all i had written down uh, but... the 355 is in fourth okay yeah, somehow yeah. the king's man holding on in fifth place with 2.2 million dollars all right all right. I wrote the wrong scream. I want scream five. Still hold, holding at number five with the only one other movie came out this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You are wrong. Boo! It was not $30 million budget. It was a $24 million budget. Oh, shit. So there's, there's six <laughs> mil in the clear. In the first weekend. Fuck so. yeah. Okay. Expect uh, scream, scream six two again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they said that they had not intended for this to start a trilogy. They just wanted to make a good movie. So surprise. Surprise. That happened that to work. Works. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, yeah, I hosted a special event for when it came out. And then mm-hmm. we uh, streamed a live Q&A with uh, um, David Arquette. Yeah, it was, uh, was a cool picture of uh, everybody wearing the mask. Yeah, from Scream. <laughs> as, I got a, to, as opposed to a COVID mask. <laughs> yeah, I got to give out a ton of Scream masks. And then uh, the company I did it for put it everywhere with no credit to me. That's fine. Nice. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's not what they paid me for, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, neither here nor there. It is a great movie. Nice. I really like Scream 1. I didn't care for most of the sequels. Yeah. But this movie is funny and fun and like nice. I, th- I probably liked it more because everyone in the room with me was uh, you gonna cough what are you gonna do you gonna yawn no just no, it's looking yeah you looked like you, you had something I, I, I'm, I'm, you. Con- I'm congested so i'm All trying right. not to like nose breathe into the mic <laughs> yeah. um everybody hey, there was hey, cedar's fun everybody right. moved to central texas and at, at least have, out you have allergies right. <laughs> at least half the people in this back theater had scream stuff on and not just shirts but like pajama pants and socks and nice. a lot of people had brought their own masks I'm like oh fuck free masks more masks <laughs> never have enough scream masks uh i reminded everyone that scream 2 started in a theater with everybody wearing scream masks <laughs> yeah. and people getting stabbed i said uh you know tip your servers because while you got masks we gave them knives uh, which i thought was a really funny joke <laughs> that's, that's funny and nobody laughed at that joke and it and i have not host it in front of a big crowd in a long time so i was not prepared for that to not get a laugh and so i like got a little shaky on stage like, oh sorry and then like as i was that's really good i, I took the, I, I appreciate that after the fact and I, I took a bunch of selfies and someone screamed out from the crowd 
how do we get one of those knives? And I'm like, that was a joke, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we didn't arm the staff. Like, the reason they didn't laugh is because I, I guess I delivered I'm, it uh, to deadpan. I'm here for the yucks, people. Right. So I was so deadpan, they're like, oh, shit, they got a giveaway we didn't. As opposed to, oh, they're going to kill us, LOL. Um, and then someone... Someone was just like, you didn't get me in the selfie. Your head blocked me. So I'm like, <laughs> I said, right, come here. And I got it right right next to someone. I was like, just a selfie of you and me. Here you go. Prick. Uh, so that was fun. But long story short, uh, movie's good. There's actual things to spoil about nice. it. There's some really good twists and turns. Nice. That's good. Cause we, good we, misdirection. I, I feel like we've all been burned by the like, hey, ignore those other sequels that were bad. We're, we're getting the original crew back together to make a direct sequel from the ones you like. Sure. And like, oh, those are also bad. Right. <laughs> you, I, you, then you, you get a Terminator Salvation right. or a Terminator Genesis or a Terminator Dark Fate sure. <laughs> or a Matrix 4. Or a... <laughs> I feel like uh, this was so... <laughs> like pithy about what it is to itself mm. that it's what matrix Resolu- Resolu- resurrections tried to do yeah where it's like oh haha fuck wb and like oh we're funny uh, okay and... but it's it's the correct genre to, to do right that with right it's it's the self-aware horror movie already right. so it works like as a funny joke like yeah. the in-universe stab movies which are the movie in the movie yeah someone's yeah. like why are they calling yeah, stab like, stab exclamation yeah. point yeah like why are they <laughs> calling stab 13 stab just call it stab 13 why would you just call it what the originals call? like <laughs> yeah and then they kind of explain it and i'm like holy shit this is very self-aware yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and which i just what the original thing was famous for right. not what it's exactly. trying to do now which has nothing to do with the originals and i don't like <laughs> when like the killer is like someone you know but then it's like oh but i'm also so and so's mother and that's the big reveal and it's like <laughs> yeah. well we didn't have that information to figure to it clue out where they just like decided ahead of time right. and then worked backwards from it <laughs> but it's like you never told us this information so how could we figure it out if you can legitimately figure out the mm. killer in this one it's just good go see nice. screen Fuck yeah. All right. Glad, I'm glad that uh, one of these has finally worked out. Right. <laughs> uh, Kingsman, yep. despite holding on to that fifth slot, will be on Hulu February 18th. <laughs> oh, shit. So, All right. Still so, in the top we'll, we'll five, two but weeks. <laughs> less than a month, and it'll be on Hulu, which I thought was very funny. Yeah. And then Ridley Scott's Last Duel is apparently already on and has been on HBO Max. Oh, Jesus. All which right. we have. Yeah. And I'm like, the yeah, fuck? I just haven't logged in the last right. couple of days. I log in every day. <laughs> I rewatch Rome all the time. And oh, yeah, that's true. I've, I've been on my uh, Star Trek Voyager rewatch. Nice. <laughs> so that's a good rewatch. I've been doing the Paramount Plus login. <laughs> um, so <laughs> just shy of three months of its theatrical debut, and it's going to hit Hulu in February along with Kingsman. So wow. they're really cranking them out quick. Yeah. All right. Got, uh, some, got some shit to watch if you got some streaming sure. services. Uh, the Napoleon Bonaparte uh, slash Empress Josephine cinema epic that Ridley Scott has been working on with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, has, you know, originally been called Kit Bag. Okay. Which is weird, but it has something to do with Napoleon. So whatever. Yeah. Um, has changed its name. And I'm sure that has to do with like the last duel being bad and him like right. Ridley Scott having a couple bad, uh, well, not, uh, bad movies in a row. Yeah. But Dan really search your brain. What do you think they're now going to call the Napoleon biopic Bonaparte? 
Incorrect. <laughs> Napoleon. Correct. <They're... laughs> they... I like the Bonaparte, though. I I thought they were giving the audience like a modicum of respect. No, <laughs> no it's just no. Napoleon. No, just it's just called it's like, Napoleon. Give the audience one step to do that. Like it's the dude's last name. <laughs> if there is not at any point in this movie Napoleon holding some form of dynamite, I am going to <laughs> right? burn the theater down. <laughs> There's just a break where he does like an awkward dance for three minutes straight. Sure. <laughs> uh, there is so many pieces of news I want to talk about because somebody's wearing a vote for Napoleon t-shirt. That's funny. <laughs> There's no voting in that tie. That's the whole point of that movie. Uh, there was like a five-way tie for why the fuck do we need this in the world? Yeah. But it's all things I desperately want. Like, <laughs> right. the, why do we do this because i want to watch it <laughs> this is this week is the golden age of announcements <laughs> all right and i'm gonna rattle some of these off the i'll tell first you one. it's like spider-man's like getting out of the news people are like it's our time right, right. we're gonna seize the moment <laughs> number one <laughs> i can't even say this out loud <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> yes. will be playing Grammy-winning musician Weird Al Yankovic in a biopic made for the Roku channel. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those so many... dartboard situations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dar- Daniel Radcliffe will be playing Weird Al Yankovic. It's called Weird, the, okay. the yeah, Al Yankovic sense. story. <laughs> um, and it's going to be for Roku. That's who they sold this Direct to. Direct to the Roku channel? Yes. Jesus Something Christ. you put on for your dog when All you right. leave home. The Roku channel. Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> made the, uh, the following statement, which is chef's kiss. When my last movie, UHF, came out in 1989, I made a solemn vow to my fans that I would release a major motion picture every 33 years like clockwork. <laughs> Which is not true. That's delightfully weird, Al. I'm very happy to say we're on schedule. And I'm absolutely thrilled that Daniel Radcliffe will be portraying me in the film. I have no doubt whatsoever that this is the role future generations will remember him for. Oh, oh fuck. I love Chef's like, Kiss. Love Weird Al. He's, I saw he's him live, uh, like, I want to say five years ago in Austin at the Moody Theater. Yeah. And he did costume changes in between every song. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like, he doesn't leave the stage. It he, just he happens. He does not fuck he, around. Yeah. It's like clockwork. It's amazing. Yeah. Did you know that in <laughs> um, Amish Paradise, he learned how to sing one of the songs backwards? Because there is a shot where he uh, is walking towards the, the camera and he is singing, uh, and but everything oh, is going in reverse. Music video things where it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so like the donkeys yeah, like and shit long... are walking reverse. Yeah. So he phonetically learned how to sing, and like he does, he at the, around the time he would do it in interviews. Yeah, it's just like here's yeah, a thing that lives in my brain, yeah, so I gotta yeah. I gotta use he it just, for other it's things. It's just yeah. noises, but he can do it in reverse, and it's perfect because he's oh, a fucking. Genius, That's so good, and a wackadoo. V- very occasionally, there will be a story of like a guitar player who does uh, something similar, where they're like, "Hey, wouldn't it be fucked up if for your guitar solo 
we took that entire section of the band and reversed it, and uh-huh. then you did a guitar solo over it, and then we reversed it back so that the sure. band is correct, but the guitar solo is backwards. And then every time you ever have to play that for the rest of your life, right. you have to learn the backwards version. Fuck. <laughs> nope. No way. Yeah. There's like at the end of Enter Sandman, I think is one of the more like famous ones of it. Right. Um, whereas like the song's fading out, there's like these reverse guitar fuckery stuff that's going on. Wow. Yeah. Well, fucking. <laughs> that's awesome. Fucking <laughs> Weird Al is the goods. Like if if you were uh, two years old or you know sixty years old. Uh, Weird Al's the goods. Yeah, and in any decade in between, <laughs> you know, sure. uh, dude knows how to stay relevant. You're not kidding. <laughs> Jonah Hill reveals that he has an idea for a sequel to his 2007 coming of age comedy, Superbad, that will right? revisit the characters as 80 year old men. He says, "I haven't pitched this to anybody, but what I want is to do it like we're 80, like a Superbad too, like old folks home Superbad. Our spouses die and we're single again." That's what I want super bad to be. That's the only way I would ever make it. Uh, I get in a fight with people. Like I know a couple of people are like super film theologists and they talk about how great that movie is and the mm. best coming of age. And I'm like, it's so problematic. <laughs> yeah. Like it is the most problem. Like it is like <laughs> when you look at Porky's, you know, oh, or yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Revenge, like Revenge of the, of the Nerds. nerds. Yeah, yeah. 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 When it's like, oh, I just assaulted someone. No, it's about nerds being cool. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's it's bad. So, I mean, I, I would like to see this. Yeah. But that movie is bad. Don't go watch Superbad, but watch Superbad 2 if they ever make it. Yeah. I, I do really enjoy the concept of them just, like, skipping college, skipping their, you know, 20s and 30s, skipping midlife crisis, oh, just yeah. go straight to retirement. And there's been no character growth. <laughs> yeah. They're like, fuck, we're single again. Let's get, you know, let's... let's. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's like get Emma Stone Bill, drunk Bill, enough. Bill and Ted three, but like them in the retirement home already, and then sure. that's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, like the movie revolves around not entirely, but mostly Jonah Hill trying to get booze to get Emma Stone drunk enough to sleep with him, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> how is this movie so beloved still? Yep. The only thing that I think was incredible about the first um, Super Bad. Is that the the dick drawing? Because <laughs> yeah. boy was that me in college. Oh, boy was that you in college and in high school. Yeah. And in... <laughs> I remember watching that with my college buddy Jay, and the dick part came on, and he just turned to me, bug eyed. He's like, "You do that? I You're do one do... of the eight percent." I... <laughs> That's funny. I forgot about that. Eight percent of kids, all kids do. This. I just drew dicks on everything. I mean, not these masterpieces that were in the movie. Just, yeah. just dick, big dicks, little dicks, hairy dicks, shorn yep. dicks, consummate dicks. v's, consummate dicks. <laughs> so yeah, um, in the same vein of haven't told anyone about it, but want it to happen. Willem Dafoe says he fantasizes about playing a copycat version of Joaquin uh, Phoenix's Joker, perhaps in. Th- in development for Joker 2. Okay. This is something... He says to GQ, this is something interesting about, like, if there was ever a Joker imposter, 
So it would be possible to have not dueling jokers, but someone that says to the joker that isn't the joke. It says to, says to be the joker that isn't the joker. Mm. And that kind of opens up the possibility of an interesting story, particularly if you had Joaquin Phoenix's joker. And then you had someone was either imitating or riffing off of what he did. I fantasize about that, but I'm not talking to anyone about it. You're the first one. <laughs> so what he wants is the plot of Joker 2 to be like, someone's imitating Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And it's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you fucking imagine these two wackadoos oh my just God. out I mean, jokering each other? Yeah, he's he's got the built-in smile. Yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe is the serious man's Jim Carrey. Yeah. You know, that wackadoo smile. That's yeah. He'd, he'd, so he'd be like the in-between... Like the original, the copycat, and then whatever the version after that is the like Actual. DCEU, <laughs> like in continuity Joker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I talked to someone who used to be in the, the DC universe, mm. and in a time where there's so much overlap in multiverses, he is one of the few people. Yeah, before they tried to like try to connect all of the things sure. together. And... This is someone who hasn't been invited back to play Batman, but here's our friend Christian Bale. When I ask somebody thinks about having multiple Jokers. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! That's what he has to say. Can't believe every week, week by week, take some time out of his very busy schedule. Love that, man. (laughs) Send us a clip. Love that Joker. (laughs) Uh... I'm tired of talking about Joss Whedon. Yep. That's all I want to say about it. Yep. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Fuck him. Now that I don't work for that company anymore, I'm ashamed to have done an event with you. Mm. I'm going to sell the shit you signed on eBay. Uh, Here's something I want. Jackass co-creator and star Johnny Knoxville is not discounting the possibility of more Jackass films (laughs) featuring the franchise's original crew. He's going to die eventually. Like, on screen. That's my first thought. And I'm like, because first I'm like, I don't think I want a Jackass 4 because it's sad. And then I said, it's so good again. I saw this article saying that they've really like updated the gags and it's really actually much more dangerous this time. <laughs> and now that he said that, I'm like, you're not in your 20s anymore. Dude. Yeah, you're in your 50s. But I'm like, I'm actually willing to watch Johnny Knoxville die now. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be in their contract that, like, if you die during one of these gags, like, we get, we to, get to put it. it in the movie. Because that's the marketing right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, like, the long-time running stunt person thing is, like, if you get, mm. like, seriously injured doing a shot, uh-huh. like, that's the one they use in the movie. Because sure. it looks fucking gnarly and fucked Cause up. Because it's real. I'll watch him die. <laughs> yeah. I like Johnny Knoxville. And I don't like Bam Margera, so I'll watch him die for for fun, but he's not even in these <laughs> yeah, movies I was, anymore. I was like, have they since like buried the hatchet on that side? That's so actually like... the next gag. They're just gonna hit each other with hatchets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Jackass Five is just hey, Bam's back. <laughs> yeah, watch him die. <laughs> yeah, watch, uh, watch us uh, drive him to alcoholism again. <laughs> yeah, this was almost my news to lighten the moods because this is just absolutely fucking delightful. <laughs> yeah. Dune fans, <laughs> a pair of Dune fans, have purchased a copy of a pitch of a failed 1970s adaptation of Frank uh, Herbert's novel. Okay. This is the Joe Rodowski, Joe, I can't say it, Joe Rodowski? Uh, Jodorowsky. Yeah. J- Jodorowsky. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jodorowsky. Yeah. So, so, so if you don't know, right there in. is an amazing documentary <laughs> about this Dune. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. 70s, this director, Joe, Joe Rodowski, yeah. uh, tried to make Dune. 
Yeah. And to try and pitch this movie, which was going to be the most expensive movie of all time, he made, which was basically called the Dune Bible, which he would yeah. give to studios, and it outlined the immense world of Dune. Like, yeah, really generally they'll do those for, like, TV shows sure. that they want to run for, like, ten seasons. Like, here's the show Bible of now, all of the stuff. But, yeah, for Very, <laughs> very few of these physical copies exist mm. in real life. Yodorovsky. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was—it's free <laughs> online. You can go look at this thing all you want. Word. But there's only a couple. <laughs> like nobody ever fucking made it, so here. <laughs> right. So Christie's got its hand on one of the original ones. Ooh. It was said to go for t- up to twenty-five, maybe thirty-five thousand dollars. All right. And the a few Twitter users pulled their money and bought it for two point three three million euros. Holy or shit! Three million U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah. Thinking. They would have the rights to Dune if they bought this book. Oh, no. You fucking morons. I don't even know how they got this idea. You don't think Legendary, like, figured that shit out before they made this new movie? So, Legendary, (laughs) in, I think, 2016, bought the movie and TV rights to anything Dune. Yeah. They thought for something... Yeah, big big American movie companies don't make shit unless they've got that shit under control. Some of these Twitter (laughs) users thought, like, hey... If we, if we buy this thing, we have the rights to this movie and everything that comes out of it. And it's sprawling the whole Doom world. I guess something in the write-up made them think that. Yeah. But they spent, for a $25,000 manuscript, $3 million. Yeah, so, somebody certainly figured out the wordage to make them spend their money. Fucking insane. For a thing that's free. Yeah. For a thing that's free. I was going to say, was it like an NFT version of the thing? That's funny. I sincerely hope, (laughs) sincerely hope there is one divorce because of this. Oh, at least. I just hope. I'm (laughs) NFTs. People, uh, before you put your money in a thing, do a quick Google search. Or, Or Bing, if you don't like Microsoft, whatever. Also, you think a movie... Or if you do like Microsoft, whatever. That made, whatever. you know, yeah. millions and millions of dollars, the rights would just mistakenly be up in the form of a book? Yeah. Ridiculous. They could have they made a Winnie the Pooh movie for free. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't be shown in China. Nope. Because they don't like uh, bottomless characters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, it's time for Dan News, you know it now. Speaking of bottomless characters. <laughs> no, actually, none of my stuff has to do with that. <laughs> Just thought it'd be a fun segue. <laughs> well, I guess. But I'm just gonna go in the top order and uh, read into this as you will. Fuck yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot <laughs> confirms. Godot. 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 Uh, I'm still not clear. You say tomato. (laughs) I say Godot. (laughs) I think it's Godot. Uh, She confirms that Wonder Woman 3 is years away. Uh, She's doing an interview with InStyle. um, Presumably about... Like they're not going to do it for years or it's set years away. Um, She says they're uh, they're working on the script right now, and they probably won't start filming for a while. Uh, Quote, we're developing the script right now. (laughs) We'll probably start in a year and a half or so. That's not years. But, I mean, if you're going to start filming in a year and a half, that shit's not coming out for two, maybe three Look at her lie. Like, Patty Jenkins is going to (laughs) knock that script out in four hours drinking some Red Bulls. (laughs) Yeah. 
Look at her fucking lie like Patty Jenkins doesn't have the next 12 movies in her back pocket. Yeah. Patty Jenkins gets shit <laughs> get done. shit done. Now, whether whether WB still backs the shit she wants to get done, that's the question. I feel like <laughs> because of uh, all the press lately, they have to let Gal Gadot do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Yep, that's true. <laughs> what else you got? Um, then we got some uh, uh, other DCEU stuff. Uh, here's the, uh, the headline is DCEU, which I, I'm pretty sure they're not trying to call it that anymore. Right. But whatever. Um, they're not clear enough for people to have any consistency sure. <laughs> in reporting. So DCEU, uh, reboot drops Batman Superman for DC female Trinity. Uh, the rumors are going around that post the flash, mm-hmm. we're going to have, um, a Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And Batgirl from the new HBO Max mm-hmm. Batgirl movie, uh, and Gal Gadot's or Gadot's uh, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. as the DC Trinity, being oh. all female versions of the characters. And then the Flash is gonna come in and start choking them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! I hate Ezra Miller. <laughs> you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't flip! Fuck you. <laughs> Apparently, he actually uh, responded to the rumor saying that. Uh, it, it Miller did? Yeah, it wasn't happening that uh, the, the Snyderverse wasn't getting erased. He says, uh, No power or force in any known megaverse would or could ever erase Zack Snyder's mighty works. And, yeah, uh, I heard well. he just said, I'm oiling up the clamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard he said. Yup. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, so not only are Fuck those rumors you. happening, but there's also rumors of uh, The Flash erasing Zack Snyder's entire Superman Man of Steel line, uh, saying that uh, Zod is going to be just alive and well in the DC canon going oh. forward. Um. A uh, Twitter handle called uh, uh, My Time to Shine Hello says uh, Flash movie will bring back Zod to the DCEU. He's alive now. And Flash Film News on Twitter uh, responded saying, regarding Zod, we heard something similar. Hashtag The Flash. Hashtag Supergirl. You know, (laughs) I gotta say this. I really liked Michael Shannon's Zod. Yeah. Like, and it's only because and he is like on the whole very two dimensional, mm. but there are like that when he when he is having like that crisis, but like my like my goal is to like guard the people, and I have yeah. no people, so much so that when I see Michael Shannon and other things, all I can see is Zod <laughs> playing that character. Like he just embodied that character so he's, well. I'm like he's like incapable of playing a character that's just face value. Like he's just he's got layers sure. in everything he does, so it's like yeah, I I absolutely believe Zod uh, wants to kill Superman because he thinks he's doing the wrong thing. He's trying to save his own race, right? <laughs> like he, you know, in, in uh, 
like the invincible show and comic like he Mm -hmm. he believes like these people are beneath us like these are just fodder for us to restart our own race like how can you not see that what an (laughs) inhuman concept can you think of a single time in human history where (laughs) one group of humans has seen a different group of humans and said (laughs) thought they were better you are inferior (laughs) and we're just gonna try and i don't know annihilate you (laughs) yeah yeah, you're going to become the new working class to feed uh, the people who are clearly superior. I, I was thinking more... <laughs> being my own race. If we could just come up with a, you know, some last solution for you <laughs> yeah. for you even existing. Yeah. If, if there was a, some kind of question about uh, a people we thought were inferior, the, yeah. the answer to that question yeah. <laughs> would be uh, wiping them all out. You know, like the last answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. kind of final uh, answer yeah, yeah. to the question. Yeah. So, yeah, I want more Michael Shannon. Yes, more Michael Shannon in everything. He's the hands. He's the Hans Landa of the universe. <laughs> Hans Landa. There it is. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of uh, DC not knowing what the fuck it's doing in its own continuity, mm-hmm. uh, Brendan Fraser is playing Firefly. Sure and is. And a couple of things coming up, um, including uh, the new Batgirl movie that's coming to HBO Max. Um, he was apparently this week seen on set. He's uh, already starting to film things as Firefly. Good for him. He needs a comeback. And I'm like, yeah, all for it. I'm like, hey, Brendan Fraser's awesome. I'll watch him in whatever thing, whatever he's in. Mm-hmm. But also, he plays one of the main characters in Doom Patrol, which is also yeah. a current DC sure. project. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, DC is just, yeah, they're they're refusing to mix their Chris Evans TV was the movies. human torch and never forget it. <laughs> yeah, even, even though they're coming out on things that are directly to the same streaming service, mm-hmm. they're still like, nope, the, the series stuff is different from the sure. movie stuff. Multiverse. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Different multiverse. So Brendan Fraser is both Firefly and Robot. <laughs> sure. But I'm here for it. Sure. <laughs> Another guy who couldn't get enough work, as uh, far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last thing I have is uh, Black Panther 2 is resuming filming. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks, months, I can't remember, back in August, so months. Sure. Uh, Letitia Wright yep. had a uh, had an injury on set that uh, they kind of downplayed at the time, but she's now just back starting to film. I saw they have two more weeks to go, two more weeks of filming. Yeah, so and then everyone can quarantine because she won't get a vaccine. <laughs> yep, and Lupita Nyong'o uh, wound up testing positive for COVID. Probably got it from which... Letitia Wright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so this is, uh, yeah, back in August, Letitia Wright was involved on an onset accident that was originally downplayed at the time, uh, but has since been described as frightening, where uh, Wright has been said to have suffered a fractured shoulder and a concussion with severe side effects. Uh, so following the accident, uh, director Ryan Coogler filmed around the absence of Letitia Wright, uh, but in November, Coogler filmed all he could without the actress and the production was shut down. She thought her outfit was actually vibranium. <laughs> hey, you got the you got them fancy new legs for uh, for War Machine. Yeah, we, we got that tech right. So I got a whole brand new arm for uh, the White Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that kind of makes me think that maybe uh, they're doing the comic line where she's the new Black Panther. Because sure. like 
uh, yeah, she's, you know, maybe fan favorite from some of her earlier appearances, but Mm -hmm. uh, she probably filmed for like three days on, you know, those movies. Whereas this one, like, oh, there's only so much we can do without you. Bomber. I think she's got a way bigger role in this. 100%. Um, and I've seen all, some uh, people, yeah, reporting about this as like woke Black Panther two following the course. Marvel doing woke ladies is like uh, go fuck yourself. It's a yeah. popular storyline from the comics from like fifteen years ago. Yeah, I mean fuck Letitia Wright, you know, <laughs> but, just because yeah. of her, but not yeah. because she. Yeah, I would yeah, love... not because Shuri's Black Panther. Right, that's, that's a had I never known popular... she was an anti vaxxer I would not give a fuck. But... Yeah. Uh, I also saw the guy that plays M'Baku has a much, much bigger role in this one. Word. I do like M'Baku. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People were feed you my children. Feeding over. Uh, I'm just over kidding. The, we're vegetarian. The thickness that was uh, M'Baku in the oh, previous yeah. movies. Fuck There's... yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's America's ass, but it's definitely Wakanda's <laughs> ass. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? So you know how much vindication I felt over Andrew Garfield? Vindicated. Yep. I am because it's my favorite. Words to that, it's but a, it's on the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah. It's my favorite <laughs> of three things, three Spider-Men. That didn't get its its due. Now, uh, what do you think? Of the Cornetto trilogy is my favorite. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, mine's Hot Fuzz. Yep. A very close second to Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And a very close third to uh, The World's End. Right. I feel like The World's End is your favorite. It is far and away. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's like World's End, a... 12 light year <laughs> journey and then the other two and i mm. like the other two a lot and i'll watch them over and over the world's end is my favorite and it's impossible to find anywhere mm. I, I did a quick search it's now like streaming on cinemax okay not helpful yeah which i think I is can never find it the same parent company as hbo max but, but probably some it. weird yeah yeah like i want it so bad it is my favorite i think that movie is written beautifully i think mm-hmm. it's the funniest Simon Pegg reveals of the many of his and Edgar Wright's movie characters, the one he wants to reprise the most is Gary King from The World's End. Okay. Uh, P- pick up from the end. Just like 100%. Him, him I have the... his quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have his quote. It's, I'd love to play Gary King again from The World's End because I really, really loved playing that character. And Edgar and I tend not to dwell on the past. We <laughs> don't sort of do sequels to our movies because we always just want to keep things moving and do different things. And people always ask us, about the sequels and we always say no and i think that will always be the case but in an imaginary kind of scenario where we do a sequel i would definitely do a post-apocalyptic world's end sequel with gary in the wilderness with his blank friends fighting yeah because boy is that movie the fucking best i have never ever seen so much of myself in a character as i have gary king yeah i love that movie and to see him be like this is the one I love. This is the character that I love. Uh, are you playing Vindicated? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to queue it up. Uh, good luck. Ads? You YouTube's ads? giving me some Ritz Crackers ads. <laughs> okay. This episode God is brought it. to you by Ritz Crackers. One of these days, I'll, if, we, if we get some more Patreon supporters, I'll sign up for a YouTube <laughs> plus, <laughs> yeah. plus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. It's red. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is weird because when I think of, you know, red tube, it's not... <laughs> yeah, slightly different thing. You know. <laughs> uh, Use them at different times of day. <laughs> sure. No. No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> For being honest. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I took it down because now I share this office space, but for a while I had a gigantic, uh, the world's end poster on the wall. Yeah. And like, I don't have a good poster. I don't have a lot of, it's actually not the one I want, which is funny. It's a Mondo poster. It's the, um, (laughs) it's the, uh, variant with Nick Frost tearing at his shirt screaming, but I wanted to sign the peg one. Yeah. So I got the more character. Yeah. Yeah. This was a variant more expensive one I got, but I wanted the red, neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Meandering. Keith Ruckus, Uh, basic bitch. Yeah. That's me. (laughs) I wanted the regular Simon Pegg. Uh, I don't have a lot of movie posters. I've got High Fidelity. I've got a couple Star Wars ones. And then I had a World's End because I thought that movie was fucking beautiful. Yeah. So I'm glad it's his favorite. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) It's time to lighten the mood before we go. And now I get to talk about Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Because this one tickled me. There we go. Let's hear it. So like a copy you copied off the radio. Onto a onto a cassette, <laughs> and then it didn't take very well, and you were under a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> love indicated. <laughs> they said a hero will save us. I know this song. <laughs> uh, it was actually on a Tobey Maguire soundtrack. So I'll stop, but <laughs> it's uh, on a Spider-Man soundtrack. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield uh, says that he often pref- p- pretends not to be himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't that like literally every actor? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like, he's like, someone will be like, hey, are you the guy in the thing? And I'm like, no, I just look like him and everyone says that. Okay. And then we can have an actual conversation. But then sometimes I'm just very, yeah, I am. And I'm going to disappoint you now. Oh. <laughs> Which is very in line with his Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I'm lame. Uh, Spider-Man 3 uh, we, had a, we had a friend Peter, Peter 3 right? We had a friend when we were in Pennsylvania that told us That he was in Times Square and that he saw Bill Murray Yeah If you remember Mike told us that Oh yeah And he's like I said hey you're Bill Murray And he turned to him and said and no one will ever believe you And to his credit I did not fucking believe him Until I saw all these news stories of That's what Bill Murray says to people Yep When like hey you're Bill Murray He's like and no one will ever believe you yep. And you don't <laughs> You don't yeah, believe yeah. it. I didn't believe Mike at yeah, the time. Yeah, turns out that's legitimately, uh, from independent sources, the thing that Bill Murray says to people. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I called Mike a liar. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? So, uh, yeah, Mike, Mike, if you're listening. <laughs> He's not. Retroactively, I believe you. Yeah. Uh, then uh, later <laughs> in the article, Andrew Garfield said that the door dasher that had delivered food to him in Atlanta and then went on Twitter was absolutely correct and he had to say that that guy was a liar <laughs> that the DoorDasher came and gave andrew garfield food which it, i'm like how during COVID are they not just leaving it at your door it must have been a oh, thing yeah. where he was like trying to race the DoorDasher home or something yeah but the DoorDasher <laughs> saw him and said hey andrew garfield's in atlanta must be in the spider-man he's like that guy's full of shit <laughs> yeah. one star review <laughs> One star for almost making me break my multi-million dollar NDA. (laughs) You almost cost the industry a billion and a half dollars. (laughs) 
I wonder if that's where like all of the lying started. Right, <laughs> like this fucking DoorDash door guy. Like, <laughs> like next week he's on Jimmy Kimmel. That's funny. <laughs> Imagine like delivering DoorDash to someone famous and getting a <laughs> shitty tip. Oh, Boy, wouldn't yeah. that piss you the fuck off? Oof. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the kind of receipt you uh, take a picture of. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you'd lose your job. Probably. But worth it. Yep. All right. Thanks so much to everyone who <laughs> listened to the episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Boy, I'm fucking tired. All right. Uh, you can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5 by 5 at gmail.com. You know, if you want to hop on Patreon real quick, we're 5 by 5 the movies. I'm going to do a payout soon. It'd be really good to add the extra guac. Yeah. Boy, would that make me just fucking happy. Ooh, guac is extra and delicious. That's right. So, give it, or, you know, hop on Venmo. Look at it in the show notes. You'll see our Venmo uh, handle. Uh, we'll tell anybody you want. Fuck you. Give us a buck. Yeah. That's not get us halfway to guac. Yeah. You know. I'm not even recurring. Just a one time. Hey, throw, throw us a buck. Right. We're both employed now, so <laughs> yeah. these rates are about more to go less. up. More yeah. or less. Yeah. <laughs> They're about to go up. So... Get in while you can. All those, all those, uh, <laughs> yeah, Patreon be early things. Adopter. <laughs> you can get on this ad train. You can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes of Five by Five of the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the Five by Five Podcast Network, and the entire team at Fireside. What did you say that you're cracking up about? I missed it. <laughs> Don't worry. <about> it. <laughs> I'm like, what? Did I miss a joke? <laughs> I was too busy reading the stupid script that I read every fucking week, and we never get any money. Uh, <laughs> pretty much what I'm laughing about. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Yeah. We're never going to get that dollar. <laughs> I think we've gotten two fuck yous ever. Yeah. We'll tell anyone fuck you. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'll tell anyone <laughs> let's go at this point. I just want a <laughs> dollar. For, for instance, people named Brandon. Yeah. I don't, I don't personally know any Brandons, but I'd love to gas them up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just, just glow send up. some positive vibes. Yeah. I'm not going to say it until we get a buck, though. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Dan Benj. I said that already. We'll see you next week with our five by five at the movies. Roll them fucking credits. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't flip. Don't flip. Don't flip. Fuck you.